Make it out the hood, they say you Hollywood. How did you niggas tell me that I got it good? Gotta check and treat the niggas like I'm Robin Hood. When it was time to stand up for me, see nobody stood. And I was looking at you niggas, all the ones I fed. Had me grinding all them nights when you was gonna bed. And if you think I owe you some nigga, gonna hit. Treat you like I never knew you, put it on your head. And I got poppy on my line like when you coming home. My mama see it in my face, she know that's something wrong. Body dropping in my city all summer long. I don't bell, but I still gotta keep Welcome to Culture Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture, including everyone except the vultures. Go by the name of Shiz Penn. Go by the name of HP's very own. Oh, Sid. Whatever you choose. Episode 7. Yeah, 7. 7, we on 7, man. How you feeling, man? How was your week? I can't complain, man. You know, I got the same thing, same attitude every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, busy week, you know, per mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. Trying to make it happen, though. Yeah, okay. What's on okay. on what's happening on your side? Same you know, same old, same old. Good week. I mean we got some positive feedback. Yo, every week we say good week. Regardless yeah, I of mean, it, it, even if I had a bad week. I don't have bad weeks. I don't have bad days for real, man. I find that hard to believe. There ain't too much stuff that can go wrong, man. We above ground, we breathing. I'm broke. Who you doing? But that's a whole other story. The guy story. across from me with thousand dollars worth of clothes on top of why he's broke. Listen, don't believe them. Don't believe that. But anyway, uh, we say the same thing every week, though. But, uh, I'm good. You good. We want to thank all our listeners, too. Yeah, man. Uh, a little over a month that we've been doing the podcast, and, uh, you know, we're progressing. Numbers are looking good. Um, definitely, looking, definitely. Looking to grow the audience. So, you know, follow us on the socials at Culturally Biased Podcasts. Underscore. Yeah. What you want to get into first this week? Uh, I mean, we started off with uh, me going to intro, so let's jump right into that. Let's do it. Let's 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 do it. We got we got to kind of do a little in depth review of championships because it made a it made a big splash. So, where you want to start first? You want to start with the intro? Ah, uh, the intro. Yeah. Um, What's your thoughts? Intro is pretty good. The beat is like the Phil Collins sample is dope. You know. That's my favorite song you know, all the time. That's 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 paid in full, paid in full vibes. That's my favorite song. Like and, uh, when I'm depressed, I just drive on the highway and play that. I don't think it matches his other intros, but it's a dope intro. It's not supposed to match. I mean, I think. Uh, Listen, he's not in the same place he was when he made the original intro. Not at all. So he could never match that, but like. One of the hardest lines on the intro is, "Listen, I'm so fucking rich, I can't fuck a bitch raw." That's. I don't have those problems, <laughs> but uh, he does. So, um, that's a hard line, and he snapped on that joint. He definitely snapped on that joint, but I don't think he was looking to top. Nah, he said he said it on Breakfast Club today. He's yeah, like, every time he's out, he's trying. He's trying. I mean, beat uh, dreams the name of that. He can't. He can't. He can't. At this point, you can't. It, I mean, it's, it's it's that's solidified. That's like. Is that like top five intros ever? I never paid any other attention to anybody else's intro, but like I didn't pay attention to your intro until Dreams and Nightmares intro. Nah, I think uh, Kingdom Come intro crazy. It don't do what no, it doesn't. That intro it, does. it definitely doesn't right. do what it does because you know it don't matter which city you win when that when that hold up. Wait a minute, absolutely. Is 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 over? I was down in the Dominican Republic. That joint came on. We was me and my wife was the only two people from Philly. 
you would think I was a meek and you would think she was my hype man. Mm-hmm. Going crazy. Six years too. Six but years. That's what that's what Philly do. When Six that joint come on, no matter where we is, what part of the world we in. So is that snap. like is that like the Philly anthem? Yeah, that's the Philly anthem. That's Philly over anthem. what we do. I don't think everybody know what we do. Like everybody know the intro. Everybody know what we do. Nah, everybody don't know. So we uh, know it because we from Philly, right? We know word for word. Other people know the song, but it don't give everybody that same feeling. It give us in Philly. Meek, well, that mean like Meek got that in the, what's the other joint? I'm a ball? I'm a ball, yeah. Meek got yeah. some of the biggest records yeah. in the city, man. No, nah, he'll never beat Summertime. No, nah, he's Will not going to beat that. I said some of. I know, I'm just, that's <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest record ever. All right, what we got next on the list? Trauma. Great way to, great way to get into the album. That's like one of my favorite records on the joint. Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite, favorite records. one of my favorite joints, man. Um... Great, great way to flip uh, the a mob, beat. The, the mob, mob beat, beat. Joint, yeah. Get away. Yeah, tough. Um, and I was kind of like listening to it. I was like, damn, you know, because I, I enjoyed the original song. So, well, not the original, but the first time I heard the sample used with Mob Deep, I enjoyed that version of the song. So I'm always like, when I hear somebody flip a, a sample that was used in hip hop, like if you don't do it better or match that r- original song. It's like pointless, but I think he matched it. He nailed it. I think he matched it. He nailed it. Tron was a very good song. I think he definitely matched it. Anything else on trauma? Mm, nah, solid bars. The uh, no, that's solid bars. Just solid bars. Yeah, solid. we're not gonna make it through every song, but uh, nah, you can uh, you can skip through some like some. And then we went uptown though. Uptown, I like uptown. Uh, you know, you know, you poppy side. Definitely my poppy squad. <laughs> and uh, I was just telling my man this. Uh, for the last few years, we've been big on Atlanta. But, like, this year and probably late last year, we've been uptown a lot. So uh, I, I'm starting to like New York a little bit more. I ain't really used to like New York like that. But New York boy now, huh? I'm starting to feel New York. I think I burnt I burnt out Atlanta. La Marina Sunday. What was La Marina on Sunday? La Marina on Sunday. You been there before? Never. Dang. Never been. Missed your way. Uh, we going they, still, they still have yeah. it. Yeah, it's up now. On me, the Cardi feature. Um, Cardi did a thing. Yeah, she did. She did. Cardi did a thing. She definitely did. I mean, she might have snapped on it more than me. Meek held it down, but Cardi had a very solid feature to be on the record with Meek. Yeah. He got a lot of uh, backlash for the letting chicks spit in his mouth. You yeah, heard that, that? That's that's they they going wild on him on social media, cause wild on him. You on the fence or you in agreement with him? You let him spit in your mouth? Nah, I'm good. Bro. You good? <laughs> All right. I ain't that. I ain't that's, I ain't that kinky. You ain't get that. I ain't get that far yet in my. Uh... <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog, that's a, that's next level shit. <laughs> Listen, I think somebody said it, um, but Meek. Is not dealing with like the chicks that me and you deal with. The chicks nah, probably got I mean, a little bit more experience. A little upper so they, yeah, not even that. Top, like, top tier. Like if you having if you hitting celebrities, like you know, celebrities not it's not just a missionary. Like we gonna get in a missionary, then everybody gonna go to sleep. Like you know, you dealing with uh, drug inhibited women <laughs> <laughs> trying to find a place in the world. <laughs> yeah, they turned him on to something new. Eye. He, seems like he enjoyed it. I guess so, man. I gave my wife the side eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, he ain't, open, he ain't show me that. 
But uh, I think the biggest standout on the the album is next. What's free? This is probably where we're gonna spend most of our time. Just um, the biggest sample, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, pretty dope. Pretty dope. Uh, I think all of them killed it. I agree. I tried not to rank them, but uh, no, you have to rank them. It's Jay. You don't. You don't have to rank them. It's Jay Ross. No, it's Jay you, you, Meek then Ross. All right. You can't you can't rank them equally because Jay had forty four bars to everybody else. Well, I mean, if you cut it in half, he still had the best. He had forty four there. Your man Ross was there not talking about nothing that had to do with the, the damn record. He never does, yo. Um, he still had a he still had a very solid verse. Because all he do is say like Ross the best at saying words that nobody know what he talking oh, about. He's a very yeah. descriptive lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, my guy, though. Listen, he every did he every religion, yo. Wow, what track he be like Leviticus? Like you just named random uh, books of the Bible before it you was rap. Smith. Ross, Ross, nice, but he don't be rapping about about nothing. That might have been on Meek, though. He never does it, like because he said he had his verse like six months before he got the whole verse. We can name any 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 uh any verse where he features. Like uh, devil in a new dress. He was not talking about anything related to the record. Right, I I still think he had a solid verse. He no, and I'm I, saying he did have a solid verse, but he wasn't talking about nothing that had to do with the record. And Meek, Meek, Meek verse it. was Meek verse was definitely on point. Um, no complaints there. But Hove, the, the elephant in the room was like. Listen. Whole showed out on this joint. He needed it. He needed it? <laughs> he needed you tripping. It. He needed it. You tripping. What? What did he think of that he needed it? Like he, besides, wait, besides 444, his guest appearances be trash. I guess you missed a half a billion line. What half a billion line was that? And what, what record? I'm just saying he have a billion. Like, ain't, I don't gotta smoke everything. Like, that's Duh, what I'm saying. Like, I don't. You're the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. And when doesn't you doesn't smoke when everything. You, when you get on features, I mean, what we feature was it? So it's like when Jay when Jay kill it, we go nuts. No, but when he what stinking, feature? When we when he stinking, it's like yo, he can't kill everything. What feature? You ain't named a feature. Yet. All right, we can go back to the joint all the way up. Stunk it. He's a little tired off beat. The joint with Khaled. Uh, that was a horrible song. Stunk it. What? The keys. No, the joint, the uh, the joint with Meek. Horrible song. Like you, uh, you talking about you putting him on? And, and that was a horrible song. But uh, but I'm saying these are verses that he 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 stunk it. Get washed too. This is the first time he didn't get washed neither. Yeah, but I don't think he'd be looking to be the best rapper on every joint. No, I'm just saying he he probably no he does he does. no he don't be that inspired like all the way up. You can't tell me all the way up inspired him the same way. What's Whatever. free inspired him. Probably, it probably did. He did that because, like, Joe, Fat Joe, my man, he just came over to Rock Nation. I owe him one. He probably did. Like, but that's how you give your man a boost when he comes. My thing is, my thing is, like, he be getting washed and he had some snoozers. He that's all. He, he, he never get washed. And he, so, so. A snoozer is. Kendrick ain't washing you? I think he held his own. Are Pushy Angels washing Listen, you talked about everybody else. Like these, these guys are lead was was leading him. Listen, like left, Listen. gone. Jay, you back there somewhere? Imagine being Michael Jordan for thirty years. Okay, what? 
You can't have a good game every night. But we, when he drops a joint like this, it was epic. He's the goat. Listen, he, he gave y'all, a, he gave you a whole album on four four four, all gems for you to get your life in order. Most people still have not applied any of them, but and I feel like I feel like uh, this is best best guest appearance since Pale Cake. Okay, the Carter album with his wife gave you all the relationship jewels that you needed. Like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? He did his thing with his first though. Um, respect the game. That. Respect the game. That joint was. That's a hard that's song. Heavy. That's heavy. That's a very hard song. That's heavy. Uh, what else we got on here that stand out for you? Um. What else do I like on this show? I like basically the entire. I like album. almost slip. I, I, like, I like the, the Drake joint. Cool. Uh, not one of my favorites. The beat. The beat's growing on me on the Drake joint. Hunter Summers is my shit. I still love Oodles and Noodles, baby. That might be like my second favorite song. Yeah, Oodles and Noodles is my joint. Cause like the first, the first like four bars, of, the first like eight bars, are like so relatable. Hunter Summers. Mama can't come to you. Hunter Summers. You know what? Hunter Summers remind me of remind me of Savy. Okay. Remind me of Savy a little bit. With the shits. Yeah. It's alright. And Cold Hearted too. That's like my one of my favorites too. Yeah, that's cool too. Stuck in my ways is cool too. But uh, Meek, very good album. I'm happy for him. The yeah. interviews have been very solid. Um, the growth has been, it's amazing to see somebody grow. Like, it looked like he in a whole different mind space. Yeah. You know, he really looked like he in that kind of space of, like, really being a boss and not just an artist anymore. Um, so that's dope. So you think, uh, think there's over wins and losses? Yeah. That easy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got I got to let it sit a little longer. Nah, yeah. I I mean, the first few songs on that kind of solidified for me. Because wins and losses, wins and losses got some joints that's that's like still. It it do, but like everybody had Meek. I think we hold that that album is a little bit more special because everybody had like Meek was on his way out, and like I never I didn't see Meek that on, way. A lot of people thought he was on his way out, but a lot of people also felt like uh, wait, what I was about to say. A lot of people felt like he was a. Uh, Oh, he didn't really get to promote that album. Oh, jail, he, didn't that to, he didn't go to tour. He didn't go to tour. He didn't go on tour. He's in jail. So I think that album didn't really get the, the chance to do what it should have done. Yeah. But yeah. I think a lot of that coming off of the Drake battle was probably already stifling him a little it's bit. Like, it's like records like Issues is like still. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. Ball is played at every candlelight visual in the city. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not a good thing that we're having that. Nah, man, I mean, I'm just saying the record, you know. Yeah. All right, Cardi Cardi B and Offset break up. She went on Instagram to let everyone know it was done yet. That uh, it, it is over. over. Really, don't know what I can add here. This is very similar to my relationship <laughs> advice last week. <laughs> he just moved on, man. He got offered. He, 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 I he uh, offered like somebody. He, he was trying to three surviving. Oh, was that, did, did that happen? Yeah, and they, uh, I guess he DM two girls. He was trying to three surviving. This was before. This they, was before they screenshot him uh, and who they sent it to. I don't know who they screenshotted it to, but it's, it was on the internet. It was on it was on it was on the gram, and uh, they they screenshotted it. Uh, and then um, when do, when is rappers gonna learn and like stop DMing people? I don't know, but it was before like I guess before she had the baby or something like that. Oh, we can't hold him against that. Listen, he like he I'm out. Eh. He was trying to get a popping man. 
Listen, relationships is hard. I I ain't mad at it. <laughs> I mean, I think I felt like they were they was too young to be married. They both knew in the game for real, for real. It was like that was born to fail. I, I don't even know if it's like they were too young because like I'm you not, look at like a J I'm Cole, saying, a I'm J not Cole. Too young. I'm saying like too new to the industry. Like it's all these other. I think you gotta want like you gotta want really want. That type of relationship. Yeah, that too. Like, you know what I mean? But, and I can understand, like, also, like, bro, like, I'm approached with, like, new opportunities every, every day. Every day. Every day. What's new to you always gets old. So, like, I don't, I don't even know I could blame him in this situation. Call you probably gonna go up. Go, like, based on my higher flex on him, probably. Uh, everybody in Cardi <laughs> DM. I was on the fence about it. I was like, man, let me just shoot <laughs> my shot, man. Let me see if she's a little vulnerable right now. Headshots. Um, your man. Gee, <laughs> the Bush funeral took place. What was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts? I mean, Junior keeps trying to give Michelle Obama candy. That's all I know. You trying to make that a thing? What's that about? Um, they know each other. <laughs> I I didn't really see that was a that was as anything. Like, nah, like Barack was cool with it. Like it wasn't that. He probably knows she like. Whatever, yeah, he probably had a word as original. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle likes words as originals. <laughs> Let me hit him with a two piece. So nobody went that, yo. <laughs> I love words as originals, okay? What you That's talking like about? The rich candy, man. I love old people candy. Um, only thing, you know, he was up there, but like the painting that, you know, good man and like great person, like when you see that come across the internet. Um, I'm sure he was a good person to somebody, um, but he did leave some nasty effects on yeah. different areas of the country. So, yeah. um, I don't think I'm gonna go with great, but uh, I saw a lot of that. Your man, I, the funny thing it was a meme today that I seen, or where your man Trump didn't cover his heart, like he wouldn't pledge allegiance or something he just like didn't that. Didn't care, man. Like, I'm, I'm like, this guy's really wild, he man. He don't care about anything, man. He might have dementia. He'd just be looking down at the ground. I'd be like, what's up with him, man? I'm not even paying Trump that much, Bob, man. Like, but uh, that's all I got. The only thing that stood out was the candy thing. That's from, the only thing that stood yeah. out to me. Like, everything else was great. like. Any thoughts on this Kareem Hunt situation? Um, all right, let me ask you this question. Is Kareem Hunt's situation as bad as Ray Rice's situation? That's tough. I'm going to say no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. It's not. But. Because, Ray Rice had a one-on-one MMA match. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not. All right. But the thing about the NFL, they want to know everything, and he didn't jump in front of it. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this random chick. I was fighting her, and I I happened to kick her. Like you kicking people, tackling people. Listen, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. After like, after they said, "Yo, yo, uh, my, you ain't wit running down on my team." All right, well, you just look crazy, man. I just don't think uh, athletes have not figured out like, yo, leave the groupie chicks. They have to. Leave them alone. But you know what's so crazy? Like, calling a professional. Like, you make millions of dollars. Like, calling a professional. Any Olivia Pope, cuz. <laughs> no, calling a professional escort. Fly the escort yeah. in. Maybe a porn star, Mia Khalifa. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, that'll work. Flying a professional so you don't have to have these 
type incidents take place. Sign like, disclaimer. Like everybody looking for a check or a way to get paid. So, um, I don't think he'll be out of the league though. I don't think he's done. And you know what's so crazy about that? He'll he'll get a job before Kaepernick gets a job. Um, yeah. That's crazy to me. That's is it? Yeah. Do you understand what the NFL is? I know what it is, but everybody in the NFL beats their wife. I know what it, but Roger Goodell beats his wife. My thing is, what's worse, somebody beating beating a wife or somebody kneeling? Uh, Kneeling. Truthfully, it's not. Right, but we keep missing the point of what the NFL stands for. Right, I'm I'm telling you, I know what that means, but I'm telling you, morally beating, beating, punching on your fucking significant other is wrong. Nilling should. All right, so ninety-seven percent of the NFL is on roids. Take out the quarterbacks. Eventually, you gotta have some little outbursts, and the wife gets it. <laughs> Listen, Roger Goodell smacks his wife. I'm guaranteeing you, like. Yo, man. Bro, Roy Rage is real. Listen, I'd be almost, I'd be close to it on pre-workout. You out of pocket. And that's just to get me excited for my workout. That's just a little creatine. You catch a domestic, I ain't your man no more. I ain't catching no domestic, but I don't hang with niggas that don't take care of their kids and niggas that catch domestic, bro. I hear you. I, we're not worried about domestic. But I'm just saying, well, that's what the NFL is. The NFL is everybody in it. That's the NFL. But man. I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's very nasty that. He'll he'll play again, and Kaepernick won't. It's not really nasty. That's what I expect from the NFL. That's not. Listen, I don't even want Kaepernick to play anymore. Um, I don't. I, let's just be honest. Like Kaepernick never said it, so he's not excited about playing again. Like, nah, we. Let's move on. Let's not, <laughs> let's move on. I'm over that. Um, R. Kelly and Ethiopian. Did you see this clip on? Man out of pocket, y'all. Listen, R. Man Kelly out is. Out of pocket. He is. He is creepy. He's past creepy. He made oh. trapped in the closet. He's past that. All right, but did you hear the song that I the clip was? No, but he's out of pocket, man. I wish I could play it. I, <laughs> I wish I could play it because it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. He asked the chick, "What was he humming? Did you get your pass? Do you yeah. have your passport? Did you get, did you your, get shots? your shots?" Like, come on, R. Kelly, you trying like R. Kelly was recruiting in Ethiopia, slaves, man. Like, he what's was, up with him? He was recruiting in Ethiopia. Kelly's out of pocket, man. He's uh, definitely out of pocket. Um, what else you got? You wanted to talk about this. This is a big topic for you. Let's move into this. KD comments on LeBron James. Give me your thoughts, man. Um, I think the story. Well, the me, you know, the, you know, the NBA and the media. I think is a. Uh, why are you even asking KD these questions? One. Then you go out and say, KD says playing with LeBron James is toxic. Uh, That's not what he said. The head, no, that he didn't say that. Yeah. But the headline of the articles was saying this. So it's like, I don't know. Like, and then I feel like KD, you speaking on Brian, you don't want you like you saying these things will kind of discourage players from going to play with him next year. Stop, man. Come on. You, are you kidding me? Yes. Bro, y'all, y'all y'all too sensitive, man. Your generation is way too sensitive. What do you mean? So KD comments are going to discourage another player you gotta look from making... K- you got to look who Kevin Durant is, the second best player in the ba- in basketball. So okay. you think you think other players are not going to listen? Yes. You don't I think, think... I think other players are not going to listen to Kevin Durant. So you don't think, like, Devin Booker will, like... 
take advice no, from Kevin? No, I don't. I don't think Kevin. I don't think Devin Booker is making his hundred and thirty-five million dollar decision is solely resting on Kevin Durant's comments on LeBron James. Some of these, some of these, in, some of these younger guys in December. Look, some of these, some of these younger guys look up to the older guys. Yeah, not when it comes to that much money. You keep talking this money shit, man. We're talking Bro, about you telling me Devin Booker is going to make a business decision off Kevin Durant's comment in December. Saying, saying yeah, probably not, not, not now, but in, if he didn't say in all. No, he said it in December, so don't okay. say the off season because okay, he okay. said it in December. Okay, and he might, he probably will. Who, who? Stop. Come on, man. Devin Booker probably didn't even see this. Man. And I just use him as an example. You know what I mean? Listen, do you know how hard an NBA player works? He not reading the headlines oh from Kevin goodness, Kevin man. Durant comments on LeBron. Dog, they yes, they do, dog. No, they do, they no, do. He not holding it. He holding that. Niggas it, watch these other games and all that shit. You tripping, man? That's with a grain of salt, man. You you like you like you like Stephen A. and Skip, man. You making nah, something out of nothing, man. Nah, man. I just dog. Why somebody, can't he make that comment? He can he can make the comment all he want, but it I just said it might deter somebody from going to play it with won't. LeBron. It won't. Oh if LeBron goodness. is worth, if that team is in good enough shape to go play with, somebody's going to go play with LeBron. We'll see. Now, Kawhi Leonard might not go play with him. That's because his situation is good in Toronto. Don't act like that's because of what KD said. Man, we don't, it, may, it may change, dog. You got to look. This is the second best player in the NBA. He has a big voice in the league, cuz. Huge. You're still not following. <sighs> no, you just don't get it. No, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think Kevin Durant's comments holds that much weight. Okay. Maybe with a rookie? Maybe. But, like, the guy that's coming up into free agency and he has to make a $100 million decision? No. That's if, your if, if, I think, if I think LeBron James could make me better and we could win a championship, what do I care about Kevin Durant's comments? He can make everybody better. Yeah, but I think this is a long-term decision because you signed him for four-plus years. You signed him for four years. Okay. Yeah, I, he got three years left in the tank. Like I'm, I'm. That's the that's the elephant in the room that nobody want to address. Okay, he got three years in the tank. You signed for four years. Then the team is all the way. Well, yeah, the team is all the way yours. All right, but then look at this. This is the same reason why Paul George didn't go to L.A. If we don't win a championship, I look like an idiot. If I lose with Russell Westbrook, we just wasn't good enough. But if I don't win with LeBron. The media hounds me all summer for not winning. No, that's why people don't want to go play with LeBron. Keep it, keep it a G, keep it G. Yes, that's that's correct. That some people don't want to play is with trash. Him. That some people don't know you could make the team better. If he had Kawhi Leonard, they would be in the chip, bro. I don't know. They, they wouldn't win it though. They if they that means no. they, that means they would play the Warriors. They would beat them and they would win. No, they it. wouldn't. And they would be, they would win in the East. No, they wouldn't. They would beat whoever in the East. I don't know, man. Well, that's hypothetical because we can't really say that, but I think they would. They already 15 and 9. It's December. Yo. Basketball don't count until March, April? You're talking about December. Okay, but you. All right. And he's playing out of his mind this month. Who playing out? Who, Brian? Brian. And he, he, he's not going to stop playing out of his mind. We know when, we know when LeBron fold. When? <laughs> the offs. <laughs> not that playoffs he just had. How'd that work out? Oh, they just played, like, super team? Oh, here we go. Here we go with it. Here we go. Listen, Coach Rebias, we have a guest. Um, we're going to bring our guest in shortly. Uh, your basketball tactics is trash, man. I'm not having this conversation with you, man. Trash. We- trash, trash, trash. Bring that cold-hearted back All in, All you want to do is worry about money, dog. They saw $100 million. <laughs> 
Introduce our guest for us, man. Uh, so today we got uh, we got a special guest today. We got my man uh, Dot Umaris, head coach of Cheney's men's uh, men's Cheney basketball, also commissioner of MMBL, best outdoor league in the city. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. How you doing, today, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Just it's a pleasure to have you, man. It's a Definitely pleasure a pleasure to have you, to have you man. Definitely I appreciate the invite, man. Thank y'all, guys. Now. I don't know if we would have had you as a guest because oh, a little bias since they won a, won a couple times out there. So he, he really just wanted to have a bragging session where he talked about how good his team that he brought down to your league for the last few summers that played. This is really what this is about. He was a hater, yo. But no, I'm just saying. That's a real that's, life that's, hater. That's all good, though. He got the, he, he owned the bragging rights right now. <laughs> he's just a real life hating ass nigga. Man, it's sad. Listen, I come down to the playoffs. So. Only. Uh, that's. The season is long, man. Listen, man. Yeah. No, it's always listen. Every time I come down to every game is it's packed. It's packed. It's live down the there. The energy man. is good. You got a good thing going down and, there. And though, the games man. are definitely uh, they some tight games. So that means the competition is definitely at a high level. So that'd be the interesting part uh, that the games be close. You know, you see both sides going at it. Power basketball. Yeah. Two time champs. Okay. We put a team in there. Right, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna keep coming to watch, man. Uh, you know, I think was MVP, uh, the best player on y'all team. Who Devontae Chance? Uh, Irv. Junkyard dog. Junkyard dog. Shout out to Junkyard dog. <laughs> Listen, the Junkyard dog is such a valuable piece. He do all the dirty work. Rebound. He does. I think every every player on our team. No, every player on the team is so important. Absolutely, absolutely. But like those are. Like that's, that don't get a lot of credit, right? When you grab a rebounds, playing solid yeah. defense, like yeah, he's he's consistent. Those fundamentals of basketball are very important. He gets sixty five rebounds and eight points. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's big. Yeah. And he made a free throw. Real <laughs> basketball players understand. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. He's, he's, he's so important, man. I played Absolutely. with Irvin a few leagues, and man, we go to him at the end of the game. He he, he want that rock. No matter who we playing with, Irv, you got it. He won some games for us. He lost some games for us, but. We know what Irv could do. Absolutely, absolutely. So we wanted to start with you, where you are right now in your career and then kind of work our way back <laughs> to the beginning of your journey. So, uh, what's this, uh, season seven? Eight? Yeah, season seven. Okay. Season How the season seven. going for you guys? Oh, at Cheney. At Cheney. Oh, yeah, this is my uh, this is my seventh season at Cheney. I did four years as the assistant. Came in in 2012 under Dominique Stevens. Um, I was a, I'm an alumni there also. I graduated in 2009, played two years there from 2006 to 2008. And in uh, 2016, I got my opportunity to be at the helm. Okay, okay. 
Um, so you said you played there. You played there for two seasons as well. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, after graduation, what, what was the move? What was the basketball move for you after after Cheney? Mm, after graduation, um, I went overseas. Okay. Know? I okay. played abroad. I played in London for Milton Keynes Lions okay. for one season. I mean, I did my thing over there, man. It was a great opportunity. It was a great experience for me, but came home, I, I missed, missed the city, right? Life. It's, it's different. It's different. It's I missed different. life, man. <laughs> and it's hard being away. Absolutely. So can you share a little bit about that? Because we all know the odds of making it to the league is, you know, a very slim odds. And you can be a very good player and, you know, your opportunity may be overseas. Um. But what goes into the mindset of a player that has to play abroad when, you know, you can't have family come to games and, you know, you may end up in a country where English is probably the second language. So what what does that look like for a player? Because that's probably a lot of players' routes, right? Like probably a lot of D2 players, they might, you know. Yeah, that's, to... that's a lot of players' routes, but what was beneficial for me was that in London it's England. Right. So they spoke English. Right. And that right. was real beneficial for me because – if I had to deal with translation, man, it would have been tough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, from a coaching aspect, I'm I'm sure that's you know that's that's probably hard for you to figure out some of them details during the game. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so how did how did you uh, how did you get the, the job at Cheney? Um, when I came home from overseas, um, I had a great relationship with my assistant coach. I, mean, I was always a coachable player. Um, I had a great relationship with him, and the job opened up opportunity came he gave me a call um there were me and a, a few other candidates that were alumni i had my degree i, held, it, I was, was the that, only was that really the thing that separated like I, at that the, separated the that's crazy and that that's what that bachelor's done for that's me. crazy still had, to, still had to have that piece of paper so that, that's big for a lot of players right because a lot of players we we see chalk it they chalk it the season over mm-hmm. we done with the academic yeah, side they chalk it like it's i'm done the crazy thing about that I played 2006 and 2008. I could have went overseas in 2008, but I wanted my degree. Right. So I went back the whole year and was still working out, focused on trying to get overseas and working on my degree. So it paid off. That's crazy. That's good. Yeah, that's, See, that's I, I mean, I think that's so important for a lot of players to realize that, you know, you have to secure that, that secondary route yeah. once basketball over. Because even if you were an elite player – you get what? It doesn't eight last. Eight years in the NBA? Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. last. You got to figure out the rest of life. Yeah. You end up your career, your playing career over, you end up in your early 30s. A lot of people don't understand. They don't look towards the future. Right. And college costs money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay that stuff back. Absolutely. So I'm not going, I wasn't going, it wasn't in my plans to go and not get my degree. Yeah. I had the same approach because, right. I mean, you see a lot of play, a lot of people that, you know, go for three years, don't finish their degree, come home, and you got a bunch of debt. Yeah. So and you, you probably end up working a mediocre job, and you got debt. It just so puts you, you in a bad spot. Basically, just went for nothing. Yeah. Required a lot of debt. Definitely, definitely. Change. Okay. So uh, after you won that, you won that position. You go into your. What's what's kind of your philosophy on on coaching the players? Because I'm I'm sure you get a lot of inner city kids. You grew up in the city. Um, Right now, I have to, I think all coaches have to adapt to the style of basketball, that that transition right now, which there are no dominant big men no more. The dominant big Mm -hmm. men trying to have, shoot 50% from beyond the arc. So, I mean, we 
spread the offense. Okay. Four out, one in motion, five out motion. And I don't have no big guys. I really have a small. The biggest player, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he actually 6'6", yeah. six, six, and That's we just crazy. lost him. <laughs> we actually just, just lost really our pissed. best player. Graduation? No, shin splints. Ah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. That hurts. That hurts. Two it's days ago. basketball. That's crazy. Two days That's ago. Crazy. Still got a lot of Two days ago. But, yeah, for the most part, I like I like, I like, I like my guys Do you like where the game's fun. going right now? Do you like the direction of the game right now? Mm. It's kind of half and half. Okay. So when uh, when I heard that comment that Greg Popovich said, it it, it, it touched me a little bit yeah. because that's what we were brought up on. We were yep. brought up on working out on post moves. I don't right. see nobody working out on post moves anymore. You teaching all Everybody's jump shots. Guards. Yeah. Teaching all jump shots. Yeah. Off the dribble steps. threes, <laughs> your rules. It ain't no I jump hooks it. no more. It ain't no nah, bang bang. Right. I mean, it, right. it's steps. only it's, it's limited. But that's why I said I might like if we going back where I like to play on like Herb, right? Because I think like in a crucial minute, you as a coach, you need that player. Like if you need a stop, you need a rebound. It's not a lot of those players anymore. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I mean, I would say like you know the game is in a good space to watch, but I know it has to be some challenges for a coach when you have everybody that's so offensive minded yeah. versus those little things to. That's a big part of the game, man. A and that's what all the, the co- that's what all the coaches are recruiting because that's what I'm going up against every night. Right, right. That's what I'm going up against every right. night. Everybody's spreading the floor out and they they live behind that three point line, shooting high percentages. Three. That's a ton of threes. That's yeah. cra- <laughs> that is crazy. That is that is affected every every level. All right, just a little question that's um, not directly related to your story. How do you feel about AAU basketball? I'm not too big on AAU basketball, but when I was growing up, I was big on AAU basketball because that was the thing. Everybody trying to get to nice schools and want to compete against high-level players. But right now, I'm not too into AAU basketball. Do you think it hurts the game or helps the game? Depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. It depends on what you're looking for. You can find some decent players in there. I mean, it's kind of in between with me. I can't choose whether it's hurting or helping the game because – in a way, it's hurting it, and in a way, it's helping. It's helping, it. yeah. Do you think it made it too friendly? It makes basketball too friendly? Oh, most definitely. But is that the internet or is that AAU basketball? I think it's, it's a combination. It's a, I think it's a combination of both. both. Yeah. Social media, yeah. man, what that done to. It made the world so much so much smaller because yeah. you wouldn't know. You were only seeing like you know what I mean. I remember opening up the Daily News, looking at everybody's stats. But even even you play AAU. You go to a tournament, then you hear about this player. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like now you follow this dude. You know, what I mean, right. y'all end up being friends. And, and you can't like be that. too hype about going to see that player no more. Yeah. Like, I grew up playing with Maurice Rice. If Maurice Rice had the internet back then, man, yeah, yeah, he would have yeah. been, yeah. been like Le- LeBron James back then. Because yeah. I remember I used to go to 16th Street, and Maurice Rice and Flip was on the same team. Reese was like 15. Right. Destroying Jeez, people, man. 16th Street. M M B L closest thing we got yeah, to it, man. Definitely. The closest thing we got to it, man. And uh I just think you're doing a great job at that. Uh how did you start that league? Like Whoa, man. Uh first off the I never knew nothing about the permits. About right. having a permit. So it started with me just talking trash on the internet, on Facebook with a close friend of mine. And it was, you get your five, I get my five. And once we started talking trash back and forth, it's like, you know what? I get the reps. You know, just make sure everybody bring $5 for ref fee. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and it happened. It originally was called Whittier Wednesday. Okay. Whittier Wednesday. So we had the officials up there, and that first night, um, it was promoted on social media. It was promoted on Facebook, and then we got, it was a ton of people out there that, that day. And more people brought five up there. Okay. So when, when so you know, they wanted to play. Right. They wanted to play. So it was just a question that we had to ask to the officials if they wanted to make some more money. They wanted to make some more money. We wound up having three games that day. That next week, we had eight teams in the league. Eight teams in the league. So we wound up charging, like, what, $90 or $100. Went to Foreman Mills real quick. Got some numbers on the back of the shirts. We had a lead. Wow. That's crazy. I think uh, y'all seven, like, Y'all seven years in, and it's like nothing violent happens happens down there. Like how? Like I think that's just super dope. And you know that what? is 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 in the middle of North Philly, and is it hasn't been a, since I've been down there in seven years. It hasn't no violence occurred. I kind of owe a lot of credit to the uh, the Philadelphia 39th District, um, yeah. although their their presence isn't felt as much as we would like out there. But the times that they do, they do show their presence, that works. That sends a message that they're out there. Right. So right. you never know if they're going to show up or not. And I have a ton of people coming up to me every night, every day, calling me, texting me. I get a lot of messages, positive stuff. Oh, you're doing that's big. For positive you stuff, big. saying it's, it's just it's, out of respect of. I mean, it, the league does a lot though, because right, the yeah. food trucks come out. Yeah. It, it it does a lot because you're helping small businesses. You got you get, merch out there, right? Yeah. You get a bunch of people in one place where, like, you know, you see people from the other side of the city that I wouldn't normally yeah. see on a Wednesday night. Like last year we played South Philly. We had like all the Tasker Street up there, man. It, it, just, it, it bring a lot of people together, and then keep a lot of people like doing dumb stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. there's a place yeah. for kids to go. Like, it's always kids around, out there. Kids running right. around all night. Absolutely. Man. They got the playground over there, like. Yeah, but then the kids are watching those, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't think kids see that a lot no more. Where you used to see, I remember, like, when we talked about 16th Street, I was a kid. But mm-hmm. I remember you just see the, you see the players that was just myths. Like, yeah. oh, he out here? Yeah. So you get to see players hoop. That's that's different. And right? it's crazy because you, well, A.O. the only player that I've seen play in 16th Street and play in the NBA. Right. Yeah. That kind of get overlooked, though. To me, it kind of get overlooked about how the youth is out there and, People come to me all the time saying, what about a youth league? What about a youth league? But this adult league helps this youth league out Absolutely. because these mm-hmm. youth, they have to have somebody to look up yep. to. They have to have somebody that they want to be like. So this is helping them stay off the streets. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Because they're the ones out there. So now I'm going to go see Drew Moy. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I'm going, I'm, what do we call him out there? Caesar, Caesar, two K my player, two K my player, two K my player was hooping. Yeah, two of we got on that team. I got a shout out to our head coach, man. Shout out guard, that guard should have got uh, coach of the year. But you know what? Wait, wait. Let me tell you why he should have got it. The fact that he came, he played in the game and hit four threes, man. But the thing is, it it was we was juggling and with the decision because Mike deserved it, right? But then again, you had a coach that's undefeated. Yeah, yeah. That wound up making it to the championship again. So it's yeah. either this undefeated guy or the returning championship coach. So that's how that decision got made. And Mike being the coach, he got to understand it. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand it. It's just a decision. I mean, it's, it's all love out there. Yeah, of course. All day. It's all, all day. love. I appreciate Mike out there, just like I appreciate everybody. Uh, y'all also got a girls league, too. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. And Women it's, hoops it's matter. Highly, highly competitive. <laughs> Women hoops I matter. Think that was dope, bro. Y'all had a little, uh, well, not a little, the big tribute to the the young girl that passed away, uh, Princess Nyla or something. Yeah, like that. Princess Naya. Um, yeah. Her dad. Is a real good friend of mine. He's from the neighborhood. He actually su- support been been a supporter since the beginning. Yeah, Shout out to the whole Bell family for uh, supporting MNBL. Um, I think that was super dope of you, man. Yeah, um, that's easy. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part, man. right? That's the real easy part. So where you, where you see uh, MNB, MNBL going in like the next three years? Mm, I have goals. Um, mm-hmm. I look at these other leagues that. That that's been before me, the leagues right. that's still around, that's not local. Um, I don't want to be like them. I want to be better than them. No, because I think you got the potential to be better than the Dykeman, better than the Goodman, the Goodman Gangs, and Drew League. I you should know? have. Because Philly, we got ballers. We got ballers. Definitely. And MNBL bring the ballers out because yeah. there's a lot of professionals in that league. Yeah. There's a lot of overseas guys in that league, and that's that's just where it's at. Yeah. So. If you got basketball players out there playing, mm-hmm. and you got people that want to come see basketball players playing basketball, it's a safe environment right there alone. It's just out of respect of the game. We don't have it. Right. It's been missing for so long, and it's it's back now. Yeah, because what league? What was the last I, I would say league? one of the pros, though, to piggyback your comment, um, one of the pros to the league is that it's really a basketball league. Like, when you look at those other leagues, like, Dykeman is more, like, just entertainment yeah. with basketball. Right. This is like this is really league. just like, basketball. We're not worried about who coming in at halftime to perform. This is really right. just like we got good games, basketball. Yeah, that's 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 a big difference. You know what I mean? Like because you know you look at those other. They might bring out a bigger crowd, but they bring out a bigger crowd not for just basketball. It's like the entertainment it's aspect. Sh- yeah. It's a show. It's a show. It's I mean, show. and all in all, that's what you have to engage in at some point because a lot of people out there are for out there for a show like a halftime show or something like that some people come out there just for more than basketball and got you like the rucker that's who i want to be like right i want to be like the rucker and and better because they have longevity they've been around for longer than anybody absolutely um you got raheem thompson up there with the chosen league i want to be like raheem thompson they have longevity so those are the guys who ears i'm trying to be in how did y'all make it this far? Absolutely. And it's just consistency at what you do. Absolutely. And it's just showing love and appreciation to everybody, treating everybody the same. I treat everybody the same. I greet everybody. Definitely. Everybody greet me. It's, it's all love out there. That's, that's and definitely. if you got that from definitely. the leader, leaders lead, man. Lead by example. And it's, it's natural. Yeah. Dope. It's just natural. Dope. Dope. What else you got, man? What other questions you got? Um... You got some ringers. What you, what you got questions about? <laughs> how, how y'all gonna go for a three peak? Shaq Duncan with y'all, man. <laughs> you know, definitely lost Shaq Duncan. Shaq Duncan. In the middle of the, at the end of the game, dog. I was sick about it, man. But I think we good. Good how we are, man. We got. We got I think we got the best three guards in the league. Uh, we're not here for your shame. I'm just saying, tonight. we got the best three guards in the league. All right, let me ask you as this a, question. As a trio, <laughs> if we had. What advice would you give to like young players right now, like high school players looking to go to the next level, which would be college? Um, what what advice would you give to them as a coach of a, a college coach? First, the first advice I would give them, being though I have a lot of young guys now, uh, stop making these highlight videos with the music behind it, <laughs> because because that's what it, that attention right there takes your your mindset off of that off of. Really learning basketball, yep. right? 
And I think that's affecting all of youth right now. Okay. So you got to stay focused, stay behind closed doors. You will be seen. Right. You will be seen because there's music behind these videos. It's just the music behind the videos that's making it look dope. You don't Absolutely. show their, you don't show their mistakes. Right. You don't show how many shots they miss. And you showing the jelly, the, the the dunks. What about how good of a defender mm-hmm. that was just guarding you to, and how tough of a layup and shot that was to make this highlight video? Right. And that's why that's my pro- that's what I would probably say would be my issue with like AAU basketball because I think you start chasing like your stats and how you played against a name versus learning the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at you as a solid player, like you had another chance to play at a, a higher level after college because you played basketball. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about like a highlight tape or just like you know those one games where you got off in one game. How important is that to get you to play with a team, which basketball is a team sport. Like, I think a, you see a lot of young players, they don't, I don't know, they just don't, they seem like they don't get it. And I, have you seen this as a difference? Because, like, I'm sure you probably played a lot of basketball as you were coming up. Now, like, kids only play, like, when it's a game. If it's not a game, they don't play at all. Yeah, and the street ball plays a major part in it. Yeah, it's no Be- more. It's no because more. That, that, that's you don't where, see kids playing in the park or nothing like that. And the park tour toughness yeah. because you always had yeah. the older the old heads out there yeah. who wasn't letting you get nothing easy absolutely yeah. now everything easy yeah you're nobody, right you nobody play, play you play only under the whistle <laughs> you could cut through the lane ain't nobody bumping you right. knocking you down saying young boy no right they don't play i don't, I don't play on concrete bad my it's crazy they be <laughs> 15 something i don't play on concrete like but no, where, where do you play basketball but you can do that at the mmbl because you got a lot of Guys who grew up in the same era, right, mm-hmm. right, same era, and understand how tough it was. Everybody out there yeah. with a mean mug, opposed to some people out there just no expression, no expression towards the sport at all. Definitely a hostile environment down there. And we got a youth, a, a, a young team in there. That okay. young, the, the, most yeah. of those players play that grass. They gave everybody a room for their money out there, John. Everybody. That's good experience for them, though. Definitely. So what you uh, what you got upcoming? What's upcoming for this year's? Well, this is the, the this is this is year seven, yeah. so we shall see. Um, I really don't um, advertise okay. right now. I like to keep things behind closed doors until they really happen. Right, gotcha. So I have some things in the works. I mean, you know, you gotta build. It ain't just a seventh year and just gonna have a seventh year. Um, I just got my nonprofit organization running. So okay, congratulations. Look, Appreciate it. Looking for some assistance and some 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 sponsorships. Some things are working in my favor, so I'm just yeah. going to stay consistent. This is this is a new start for me right now. Awesome. This what's the a, what's the nonprofit going to focus on? Violence prevention. Awesome. Awesome. Violence we prevention. definitely need that in the city yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Need we that in the city. heart of North Philadelphia, right. where it's very violent at. Right. Very yeah. violent yeah. at, and a lot of the bad things that's happening right now it, it involves the youth yeah so yeah. the youth need to be engaged man it's, it, i think it's so many things like when you look at probably like our era versus like these young kids era man like the pals the the church leagues mm-hmm. you know what i mean playing at the yeah, rack like it's just none, of that, none no of that no more so you got so much idle time and you know the way things are going like you just fall into some bad situation that i don't think every kid will fall into if we have more opportunities for them, like, after school. It's crazy because summer, winter, we summer in, in the winter, Hunting Park Rec, free play. You get out of school, you're there till 9 o'clock. 
Then black, we had black top until the lights go on. Lights right. go on. Then Ninth right. Street got lights. We out there until eleven right. o'clock. You don't see that anymore, man. And that kept us out of trouble. Absolutely. Kept Absolutely. us out of trouble, man. Like and you, just now, play, you just play it all day. Yeah. Too bad ain't nobody nobody go to the league from that. <laughs> Some other issues. <laughs> Played against the same people for uh, seven years straight. Don't really help you. We, we, we uh, I have my best friend who uh, who document just about everything mm-hmm. at the end of every summer for me. It's it, it's statistically proven and shown that the homicide rate in the over, area in the area that's crazy in the area is at least fifteen percent down during those that's hours amazing. of operation. That's amazing in the summertime. Amazing, so we can. <clears throat> so have we, consistency with that mm-hmm. and it's on paper and it's documented and we go show these people listen this is what happened and it's proof right this is the proof and then we'll we'll have this forever man right I, 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 I'll do this forever my daughter told me she said dad when you get older I'm gonna run into the DL okay and if, that's awesome that let me know that it can be around mm-hmm. if she can see that at 12 mm-hmm. so, yeah that's crazy even if you wanted to stop, you can't stop. You know? No, but, ain't no turning. I mean, you building something that's that that could last. That's you know, a community staple. That could, that's that's a lot more than what a lot of people are doing. It just like you know, you going to work and just doing what you got to do. I mean, you talking about that's something that's going to affect the neighborhood for years to come. Yeah. And we going into seven. Seven will be ten, fifteen, twenty. Before you know it. And you know, you gonna have players that branch off and do different things and like. Mm-hmm. And it's bigger the, than just the players and. Uh, and the spectators, we got like the youth out there. Mm-hmm. Now that we have our nonprofit, I'm trying to create jobs for these kids. Awesome! Like they can come out here in the summertime, get a couple dollars for two or two three hours, doing whatever that I need help in. Right. The Delta ain't gonna help in these areas. Yeah, they right. gone right after the game. Right. Why not? Why not put these kids in position to learn something? Absolutely. Make some money. Absolutely. Then they can find you know, I hate to say it, but like some mentorship opportunities where you're around some older people that's. You know, that made some of the right decisions. And, you know, because I, I think that's what a lot of our kids don't see, like, in the neighborhood. Like, it's just not enough of us showing that you could, you could, you know, you can go to, you can go through college, you can yeah. get a job, and you can you can live a sustainable lifestyle without, you know, all yeah. of the nonsense yeah. being in the mix. Like, that's temporary, you know what I mean? Like, but it's hard to compete with that, like, versus Instagram, what it looked like to be in the mix versus yeah. what it looks like to... Be doing make doing the right thing for your family. That's major though. That's major, definitely. Coach Bias is here to help, right? Yes, yeah. Whether y'all lose or not, right? We did regardless. <laughs> All right. Our dollar, you know, man. We gonna we gonna be a sponsor this year. Hey man, listen, y'all be the first team in three peak. We gonna do it. We gonna do it. The opportunity is it. there. We definitely gonna do it, man. Scrap Martin, I mean DC. 2K my player. I think we got shot. When uh, a few years ago, when Diamond Street won it back to back, that's when teams started loading up. No, they go. I know they. So they, they, they gonna load, they up, load up on you. They, 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 they gonna, gonna load, load up again because South Philly was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, the series might be a little different if they got uh, they had a uh, Wayne. Most definitely. It'll definitely. I'm just being honest. Because you, know? so. you got to play them at half court. Yeah. He's shooting from half court literally, but. I don't think like I I don't know who's gonna be there next year, but I think we'll be we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We we, we kind of talented, and then we got a good coach. Then we got Newt, man. He's he's like our our, insp- our inspirational leader, man. Yeah, that's my guy right there. Yeah, back Spooky to the Cheney days. Cheney alumni. Yes, sir. 
But yeah, um, Mike do a great job over there as a coach, though. Yeah, you know me, I gotta watch everything. Yeah, definitely, he definitely is a great coach. Also, he also coached middle school too. So, anything else you want to share, man? What we could be on the lookout for? What uh, what part of you, you grew up in North, right? Yeah, I grew up in North Philly, twenty uh, fifth and Allegheny. Okay. Um, went to went to Woodyard Elementary right there. Went to Rhodes right there. Went to Strawberry Mansion. You know, right. one the one the pub. Oh one oh two, you know I got brag about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard getting a pub chip, man. Right, right. Especially right. back then. Right. I mean, I yeah, that was that. a different era. That was definitely a different era. Definitely. I can't even tell you what schools. You know how it is with all these charter schools now. Yeah, it's completely it's, different it's now. Different now. It's so different. That's when. That's when the pub actually can beat with the Catholic League. Yeah. Who was? Who, what's some of the players that was in oh one oh two on y'all team that year? Mm, I played with uh, Maurice Dennis, who I thought was the best point guard in the pub that year. Uh, Aaron Brown, who was the best two guard in the pub that year. Uh, Maurice Rice, who was just the best guard in the city. Mm-hmm. Delton yeah. Morgan Hines and myself and everybody else on that Strawberry Manager team. Our bench could have played. Right. I mean, right. been a starting five. I mean, it, I played against Mike Green as a senior. Uh, Tyreek Bird as a senior. Tashi Carr. It was a lot of guys in 0102 that was chasing that joint, man. I, I was, it was great. When that was my first year playing varsity, too. First year out Crazy. there. First year out there. We appreciate you coming up, man. Listen, hey, man, man this is a platform for you, man. Anytime you want to share something right before the season kick yeah, off, we man. We definitely want to have you back up before the season's back. Yeah, most definitely, man. I appreciate This is your platform, man. Pr- promote the the new nonprofit. Anything you need us to promote, we here for you, man. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's just the beginning. It came about when uh soon as my college season was starting, so you know that shift. Yeah. It's like two big businesses at one time. Right. I got to take care of Lou being a head coach. Right. I mean, it's a Lou running the business. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, <laughs> I got to it, – it's new. I'm building yep. it now. Got to start building it. But shout out to the whole MMBO staff. Shout out to every participant in the MMBL. Shout out to the Women Hoops Matter League. Every girl that participated in that, I appreciate everybody. Support all the fans, spectators, man. Everybody in the neighborhood, man. It's just, it's just all love. MMBL sends all love. Definitely. Oh, sign us out, man. Coach Lee, Coach Lee Bias, man. Man, sure is, man. Appreciate you, Dawu Mars, coming through. See y'all next week. Let's do it. Put it on your head.